Hey guys, welcome back to a gluten-filled episode of Ding Dong, It's a Podcast, episode 116. This is the episode where I am uh, just woke up. 116 didn't kill himself. Wait. This is the episode where I can barely hear me and turn me up. Turn me up in my headphones. Hey, Cruz, turn me up in the headphones. Turn me up in my headphones. There I am. Hello. This is the episode where my glasses fall off the desk. Meek Mill asked Cruz to turn him up in the headphones. Guys, you would think that I would be able to hear myself better in the headphones, but guess what? I can't. And I checked. I can hear myself, but just not very well. Just not wellish. Are you turning up the right ones? Sure am. Oh, <laughs> turned them up a little too hot. <laughs> then they, I heard myself so unbelievably well. That ah! I, yeah, I couldn't even, couldn't even believe it. That's how unbelievably high it went. Well, I'm sorry for you. Guys, speaking of bread, the reason this episode is gluten-filled <laughs> is just before we were starting this episode, I was talking with Zane, and I said, I'll save it for the podcast, but here it is. I was chatting with some friends of mine this is the podcast. a few days ago, and I was having bread for dinner, as you do. My mom's not yeah. going to like that one very much. <laughs> I promise I have other food. They were just here, and they left me with lots of food, but now I've eaten that, and I haven't gone to the grocery store yet, and so I'm just kind of Classic. still like, well, it's you know 8 o'clock, and it's a little too late to be eating dinner, but... <laughs> At the same Bread. time, I also it's definitely also too late to go to the grocery store to buy a full dinner. And I have bread. So <laughs> I made cinnamon toast bread for dinner. See, that's that's respectable. Yeah, and so that's just breakfast. I for wasn't dinner. that hungry either. I just wanted a bite or two. And yeah. so but I was playing games with a buddies of mine and I was trying to make a good joke. And so I came back on the mic and I was like, Yo fam, y'all wanna know why I'm eating bread? Isn't that a song by Corn? Probably. Y'all want to know why I eat bread? Is that actually? Are you making a joke or is that a thing? The song says the song's called "Y'all Want a Single," like a craft (laughs) single. Mm, Y'all want a single? Say fuck that. Oh, fuck that. Fuck that. Is it really Corn song? Yeah. Wow. Well, I guess I've heard that. I I guess I wouldn't have guessed that that was by Corn. A lot of guessing in that sentence. (laughs) Um, (laughs) What I'm trying to say is, I came back on the mic. And I was like, y'all want to know why I'm eating bread? And they're like, not really. And I go, guys, fellas, boys, listen up. Because life's about bread. And I, if I ain't spending it, I'm getting it. And I mean, and they were like, Tyler, are you, you good? Then you got kicked out of the game. And then I was like, guys, life's like a sandwich. Because no matter what, what you flip it, the bread comes first. And they were like, you have to go. You have to leave. <laughs> you can't play with us anymore. <laughs> they said, "Good night, Tyler, we, forever." They, they said, "We we don't want you no no, no friend, no, mo- no mas, no friend, no more." <laughs> <laughs> but am I right, fellas? <laughs> but am I right, fellas? Am I right, non-gender specific fellas. <laughs> Home homies. <laughs> dude hydro homies that's another thing do you know much about that 
that you just drink water. Yeah, water over everything else. And you just yeah, that's the priority. Yeah, not unlike bread, it becomes the (laughs) one of the more important things. Can't say that I don't frequent the hydro homies corner of the internet. I feel like the hydro homies can get a little aggressive sometimes, though. They can, where it's like nothing else. Is Water Guy Twelve their leader? (laughs) I forgot about that. I think so. He seems like a big hydro homie. He came back once in uh, December, really, and was like, "Hey, thanks for a great decade, guys. Just wanted to let you know, wow, I'm still here. What a treat! Oh my gosh, what a cool guy, (laughs) man." Audience, go ahead and tweet us the deets about the last time you prioritized bread. Go ahead and bread us know about the last time that you hate it. Toasted up. It's a crusty joke. Some buns or something. Who knows? I left a waffle in the toaster on accident yesterday. I'm sorry. You would not believe how much a waffle dries out in just a day. Oh, I'm sure. This is the problem is that I'm engaged to a real life beautiful woman. And these are the stories I have to tell. (laughs) And these are the stories. My stories are like one time I ate bread for dinner. (laughs) I left a waffle out because I forgot to eat it and it got really dry all in one day. (laughs) You all right, Tyler? You having trouble? (laughs) Dude, I just woke up. (laughs) I'm still not sure if I'm awake. Yeah. This could be a, 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 a glutinous dream. Um, Given all the things that are gluten, guys, if you're uh, allergic allergic to gluten, this episode might not be for you. Might not be for you. This is sprinkled with croutons. You seen that video where the dude's like, "Yo, man, it's gluten free," and he goes, "I don't care if the shit's free. I don't want it. I don't want it." <laughs> I like the one where he's like, "Free gluten free." He's like, "What do he do? How do you get locked up? <laughs> free gluten? Glad he's right? free. <laughs> Glad he's free." <laughs> <laughs> Pretty funny. Pretty good. Big fan of that joke. Um, I was listening to Spurts Radio yesterday. Spurts. And uh, say, this isn't 50 minutes into the podcast. <laughs> Why are they talking about sports for? Um, Paul Rudd was on. Oh, and sweet boy. If you're not a fan of Paul Rudd, become a fan of Paul Rudd. Because he just seems Rudd, like the best guy. Plus, I didn't realize Paul Rudd's 50 years old. Yeah, he doesn't age. He's an ageless wonder. Yes, he's like Pharrell. That's um, a hundred percent of vampire though. Can we agree on that? Oh yeah, for sure. He hasn't changed. Look the all. same since 85 Keanu. I'm not going to necessarily say vampire, but Keanu definitely is not definitely a time traveler worldly. Um, as far as earthly, that is he, uh, so Paul Rudd, they were talking about his fantasy football team names and mm-hmm. they were trying to pick a new one for him for, I don't, I guess it wouldn't have been fantasy football because football season's done Wait, almost, but he's probably, you know, XFL so they go, didn't you once have a <laughs> fantasy team that was just Dench? Exclamation point. LOL. <laughs> and he was like, yeah, for for Dame Judy Dench. Right. <laughs> and they're like, obvious. well, that's awesome. And they're like, what was your team name this year? And I can't remember what he said his team name was this year. He's mm-hmm. like, but I was in a bunch of leagues. Um, and there was one that I didn't really care about, and I actually just named my team. I have a structured settlement, and I need cash now. JG Wentworth, <laughs> I love that. That's a, what's so funny. And I though, think is I have the, to rethink my whole strategy yeah, for naming. I would say the lack of effort, team names, and the lack of like tie to an uh, to a football theme. There is what yeah. makes that a thousand percent funnier. <laughs> That's one of the better fantasy football names I've ever heard. Because the ones I can't stand are the ones where somebody tries to make like a player pun. It's like, what if you don't draft that guy? What if that guy sucks that year? Right. Then your whole team's based on one guy who isn't doing that well. 
Right. But naming your team after JG Wentworth? <laughs> 877 cash No now. problem. Maybe I'll have to try that in our uh, Keeper League next year. I think you should. We gotta, whatever we gotta I'm find, doing now isn't working. Okay, we've got to find a change somewhere. Yeah. That's okay. My inactive off-season. No, no. Well, th- th- maybe that's part of it, too. you got to be active. Guys, no. I'm here to talk to you about activity. Activia. Not a sponsor. Um, speaking of activity, I bought an Apple Watch yesterday. Hey. Making financial activity. That's why I got an email. Yeah, you probably got seven emails saying, but dude, Google, no one goes harder for like protecting their own than Google. And some you people logged might in, say, was this you? So yeah, some people might say, oh, Tyler, Google steals your information. I don't, yeah, duh, who doesn't? They do, but, obviously, but you all also agreed. But they're at least cool about it. They're like, yo, we're definitely going to steal your shit, but we'll also make sure that no one that isn't us is stealing your shit. Right. Which is kind of tight of them but uh, yeah so i signed into all my email accounts yesterday and if that took me i don't know let's say two minutes right and within that two minute period i had 14 emails yeah because i got like maybe 15 because i got three notifications per email one yeah. saying hey somebody tried to sign in hey an apple watch signed in and then it was like hey it's you welcome and i'm like too many i think and then i noticed <laughs> that yeah one of them got sent to the ding dong email that email is ding dong podcast at gmail.com and it's just waiting yeah. for people to send stuff to it um, There's so much space for activity. It, uh, I noticed three got sent to you, and I almost texted you like, hey, not a security breach. But I was like, you'll figure yeah. it out. You get it. The crazy thing was is <clears throat> that I actually got – somebody tried to log into my Twitter <clears throat> yesterday apparently, which I don't know why you would want to do that. Right. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I had to change my Twitter password yesterday, like right around the same time. I got those emails oh. and one from Twitter. Yikes. And the one from Twitter was – like the place where it said they were trying to sign in from didn't seem real, which means it was somewhere else in the world. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, what do you mean? Was it like, like it was like N O R G E. And then how would you pronounce that? You think Norge now Norgay? Can't say I that. don't know. And then, but it was like, a word it was like br you know that little like combined ae gang sign oh yeah that thing that's in, yeah uh <laughs> did you say um, the gang sign yeah it was i know it does look like a gang sign when you when you hold your hands up like that. <laughs> um i don't know i couldn't pronounce the word uh, and i was like oh that seems legit thanks okay. twitter guys this is the episode where i scold rocket for chewing on cords Hooray. She's been a real brat recently. Maybe Guys, this is my rocket so update, and it's about to blast off. Um, she, yeah, rocket. My parents came last weekend, which was super fun. My whole family did, and then Good. Katie Cabbage visited us as well. Wow, Madison full went house wedding dress shopping, which is <laughs> wild. Yeah. Um, found her dress. I know nothing about it, obviously, so not much to talk about there. Um, I know that it exists. <laughs> I know that it exists. So that's a plus. Um, and my parents came and the nice part when they visit is I get to see them first and foremost, <laughs> I get food, a lot of it for a few days after, again, we've talked about this cause of the whole bread scenario, but I think you guys get the point. Um, and then we get to just have a fun time. It's nice. It's, it's a, it's a good deal. Yeah. Uh, Rockets benefit for this is that my parents have basically taken on the grandparent role. And they just bring her toys and treats and stuff. Which is not to say that they don't do the same for me, but it's, you know, (laughs) 
they definitely rocket gets spoiled when they're around and i love my dad but he has this nasty habit of teaching rocket all these new tricks which i think again in the grandparent role of things he's doing a great job because right, you're the dad they leave and i have to deal with a bunch of shit that wasn't an issue a week ago <laughs> <laughs> and so like the last time it was rocket would like be like not really cuddly so they de- they gave me that which was nice but she also didn't do anything when i put on sweaters like she just didn't care and now yeah. every time i wear something with long sleeves she attacks my arms yeah. um because my dad played with her with his sweater and got her all riled up and now she associates all sweaters with her needing to attack them and Perfect. so my arms are all fucked up all the time now <laughs> because <laughs> I'll play with her for two seconds and then she just velcros to my arms and doesn't let go. And I'm like, ah, right. Um, so this time it was, uh, she's a vengeful little puker. I don't know if anybody <laughs> else tweet us the deets. If your cats is, are or dogs, I'm not going to discriminate. Um, vengeful are a vengeful vomiters. puker because when rocket gets displeased with something, like if I leave for a day or two, um, or like when my parents showed up, it was like overwhelming to her. So she just puked like three times, Blech. I guess that morning. And I'm like, uh, um, uh, and so that part wasn't new, but what is new is how much more she demands pets. Like it used to be that she would be fine with being petted a regular amount. And it right. varies with some cats, right? Like we've been around cats that don't like to be touched at all. Yeah. And then there's other ones that are like, please, I will die if you don't touch me right now. Never stop, never stopping. <laughs> and so basically Rocket at this point when i wake up if my hand is out or even if i'm asleep doesn't matter if my hand falls out from under the blankets which it's known to do what she will run up from wherever she's at like full speed and dive and put her head right under my hand and insist that i pet her (laughs) and that just happens now like i'll just be sitting on the couch and she'll walk up and just like slam her head into my hand and be like fucking pet me you're petting me and i'm like yeah right and so the nice part was that over the weekend, she could do that to anybody, and my parents, the girls, would all pet Rocket as much as she wanted. But now yeah. she's has this idea in her head, this built-up attention quota, that I just objectively, that's five people that I can't replicate. <laughs> <clears throat> and so now she just went from like a regular, doesn't really do that much cat, to one who is like, you better pet me every waking moment because if you don't, I will puke all over my, the place. I will just, my, I will throw up. I have not readjusted from my dopamine spike. Yeah, she's like, and I am still I riding this high problem. and I am not going to go cold turkey. So she's addicted to attention and addicted to pet. She's very greedy. And so. Um, wow, it's just the times we're living in, Tyler. I know kids these <laughs> days, am I right? <clears throat> so. So that's that's my cat related news. And do you have any cat related news, Tyler? It's funny that you mentioned that because I do have some cat related. Heck news. yes! My parents got a new kitten. <coughs> Whoa, that's exciting! Its name is Jazz. J- oh. He's a spindly boy. He is a spindly boy. He's mostly his tail leg. is like as big around as my pinky. Lol, and about this long. He lo- uh, he looks a little like Jack Skellington. He is. He's, kinda, very he's got Jack gangles. Skellington. He's very, very thin, very uncoordinated, and uh, adorable. <coughs> and I'm so glad he just runs him. up. He doesn't care about you. <clears throat> he Not just right. cares about him. So he he'll be like walking around, <laughs> and you'll go, Jazz. 
hey, Jazz. And he'll just come up and, like, you don't even have to, like, invite him. He's just right. in your lap. He's like, all right, And then he decides he's done with that, and all of a sudden he's in somebody else's he lap. does some other like, shit. Like, he was literally, I was sitting at one end of the couch, and my mom was in a chair over here. Right. And with one bounce in the middle, he goes from oh, my lap oh. to the floor to her lap. Yeah. And had so much momentum that he almost just face planted <laughs> back onto the floor off the other side. LOL. <laughs> and you're like, dude, like, stop. <laughs> you're like, all right, well. And then he just sits there. See, I guess. Him, yeah. And you pet him and you pet him. And then he goes away. And then he comes back. <laughs> oh, all but right. they've only had him for like a day. Okay. See, that's kind of fun too because then it's like, what are you going to be? And yeah. He's, he's a little boy. He doesn't look very old. He's, he's eight months old. He. Um, here's the best part. Yes. Is that I was looking at a, the same cat. What? And uh, the reason I was looking at the same cat is because when they got him at the shelter, his name was Heathcliff. <sighs> Whoa. Whoa. I love that. <laughs> and so, yeah, my mom didn't didn't have the, didn't really gel with Heathcliff. So That's fair. Rocket's old name was Lemming. Jazz. Lemming. Which is dumb. It's a bad name. <laughs> That's not a slam on the people who named her, but it is not a good name for her. Right. There are so many other better cat names than Lemon. Yeah, like Rocket or Asshole. Yeah. <laughs> people don't. People are like, Tyler, that's so crazy. Do you really call your cat Asshole? I'm like, yeah, when she's being an asshole. Not all the time. I mostly tell her I love her, but every once in a while. Yeah. Get and they're on like, kid well, you Twitter. can't do that with kids. And I was like, well, good thing she's a cat. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can't do that with humans. Huh? Molly, um, you- while she was here. With yeah. her small arms, got everything because she's a kid. She got she was yeah. able to get all the toys that I couldn't get, and so like under the couch and stuff. Yeah, so there was a one there was and like the fridge and shit like that. <laughs> there was one point where Rocket um, was laying in the kitchen, and Molly had arranged all of her toys around her, and I had no idea that we owned that many toys. <laughs> I don't know where a majority of them came from, because um, I haven't bought that many. My right. parents have bought a few like be- like ch- like sets of them or whatever, but I feel like that's not to compare like having a cat with a kid. But I feel like the situations can be similar, right? Like, yeah. I feel like in uh, talking to parents, especially parents of like young kids, they're like, "Where the fuck did we get all of this stuff? How did this happen?" Like, Where you do an inventory from? of they it, you're like, "Come home with things in their pockets." Right? We have ninety-seven yeah. rocks, huh? <laughs> We That's have, when you just go hide them back where they find rocks, right? And you're like, Check and it they out, just keep finding the rock. same rocks. <laughs> so you can't spill the secrets. <laughs> well, that's so exciting, little baby cat Zane. If you were looking yeah. at a cat, does that mean you're getting a cat soon? Mm, say it yes, might mean say we're going yes, to say look yes, today. Say. <gasps> keep me in the loop. But, keep me in the loop. But Keep Rose me is in the not, not super set on on having a cat. Well, I am. Super I was hoping set she'd be having a cat. She'd be because because Jazz really liked her yesterday. Right, and they could do jazz time together. In, in yes, exactly. It's so obvious. Spent a lot of time in her lap. Well, that's okay. But in another sense, though, too, most cats pick the person that is definitely the most on the fence about them, and that's who they yes. hang out with because they're like, I'm gonna just right. convince you otherwise. I think. I'll send you the one I want to go. <coughs> send me the cat. Send me the cat. It's it's his brother. <sighs> Spindly boy, I want to see with a big old mustache. Zane, I love him. Ooh. <laughs> Everybody, you just get to imagine what this Whoa. cat looks like. He's skinny with a 
fat mustache. He has a long fucking tail. He's like Matilda. Yeah. Matilda is like a bigger version of this cat and no mustache, otherwise very similar. It's like but the fluffy version. His tail is like maybe longer than he is. Just keeps going. Wow. You got to go at least say hi. Yeah. We'll probably do that this afternoon. <coughs> we'll look at what Puppy Roller out there too. I love his mustache. That's the thing. Like <coughs> our, the cat at my parents, Sirius, has one, like a one side of a mustache, but not the other. <laughs> and there's something about the symmetry here. This is not a dig on Sirius. He's fine. But that's a dude. He looks like the fucking Monopoly man, <laughs> right? Yeah, he needs a little top hat or something. He or looks like cane. Wilford Brimley in a younger age. <laughs> what does he look like? Hi, I'm young Wilford Brimley. He looks like I don't every know what rich Brimley sounds like. from nineteen or from eighteen twenty-two. Fact. I'm trying to think what else he looks like. He looks like Sherlock Holmes. He looks like if you squint your eyes that he's got a, sm- a big smiley face like ah, in the white parts of his body, <laughs> <coughs> which is a little disconcerting now that I'm really looking at it with my squinted eyes. Um, what else is I'm not trying to roast this cat. I think it's really cute, but I'm trying to figure there's something else. <laughs> he, dude, he looks like Mr. Monopoly. Yeah, he looks like the Pringles guy. Fuck. Yeah, that's who I was thinking of. Shit. <laughs> Anyway, well, he's great, and I hope that you guys get him and keep me in the loop. Me too. Um, Zane, on to other stuff. How was your week? Oh, it wasn't bad. I uh, spent some time, uh, you know, I'm hoping I don't get called on it. I don't want to put it out there into the universe, Uh but I I feel like I I lost our fantasy football league, and so there's supposed to be some follow-up to that. Uh, So I've been writing some jokes. Yes. (laughs) Have you now? Is there one that you'd like to practice here live on stage right now? Well, I've been really trying to cross the threshold on this uh, Harry Potter joke. Um, okay. And you, you, I don't know. I'm dead serious. All right. <laughs> Sad little spoiler. It's <laughs> really funny. That's a, I, that's a good joke. Okay, I like that. Now you've got four minutes and 48 seconds 48 left. 48 seconds left. <laughs> No, I do have a good one, but I'm not going to tell you. No, it right, on you can't spoil because, it here. But I'm just, I, I guess, yeah. Based um, on the so, little snippet we just got, I think you're going to do just fine. We've just been cracking up in the office because I don't really have anything to do. I've been putting all these lists together because right. I'm quitting my job. Quitting my so job. I'm making sure um, whoever takes over for me Very uh, that they uh, <clears throat> are able to like do some of it. Um, yes. Not that any of them are un- incapable, but no. The but job... like, there's just stuff set up that you want to just carry on. That's reasonable. right. And I like I've just been doing it. And when doing it, and doing Michael, it and doing our last well. manager, left, um, like I spent a whole season pretty much just kind of following him around and like right. learning about stuff. And we haven't had anybody to follow me around and learn about stuff. So while we have people that are capable and probably know the information, we don't have anybody that's like ready to just fill the position. Well, it can't. So hurt I've just to been typing like, lists. Yeah, I would say it can't hurt to have like some plan in place because that was like so. Like when I took over my job, I talked with the person who did it. My job's a two-year position, and so I talked with the person who was in my position for the two years prior, and I talked to her for like thirty minutes on her yeah. last day so she was like she was very Trying nice to get she out was already there. like checked out and like <laughs> ready to just be like peace i gotta go right. move my entire house you know somewhere else so um so like i got some information but like mostly it's been on the job learning and like yeah. she left but the one thing she did leave is this huge like 
kind of big list of the main thing I do every day and like what to do in a lot of these scenarios. And it is like the single most helpful thing. I think it saved me probably a month of learning time. Good. And so I'm See, that's like, awesome. I'm like glad to hear that you're doing the same. Hello, Rocket. This is ro- the part where Rocket begs for more attention. <laughs> she hate dude. She hates when I sit in this chair because it means I'm not petting her. <laughs> I've been That's your throne of lies? I've been I've been um playing this game Jackbox a lot recently. Okay. Which is a hoot. But I th- I then like uh, uh I guess how would I describe it? It's kind of like there's a few games within the game if that makes any sense. And they're all ones you can play on your phone and a okay. lot of it is basically you get like a group together and it's similar to like one of them's like similar to like a charades type thing. One of them is where you design t-shirts. Okay. And then everybody votes on who has the funniest T-shirt. Um, where you like one person does the, a bunch of drawings, and then another person types a bunch of phrases, and then they all get mashed together, and a third person picks between other people's drawings and phrases to make the shirt. Nice. And so it's funny, and then um, it like gets out of hand, whatever all the stuff. And so the best way to host it, since everybody plays on their phone, only one person needs to own the game. Right. So you norm like the person hosting it normally just streams it to Twitch. And I got like a little email or whatever that was like, hey, congrats on your first stream. Here's how it went. And then it's like, if you want to be in a Twitch affiliate, do this. And I'm like, am I about to become a Twitch streamer, bro? Am I about to just not be an attorney <laughs> and just stream on Twitch? Because A, that was a blast. And also B, it felt great. You got a little, a bunch of little rewards for doing it. It was like, hey, nice. Here's this. Have a, a free Twitch thing on us. And I was like, wow, what? Huh? It was That's great. funny. So if you see me as a big Twitch streamer coming up, hey, I'm I'm here for it, man. What should my Twitch name be? I don't know. Probably like Bill or something. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> it has also been a rainy boy here, dude. Same. It literally. <clears throat> I looked at the the um, weather a few weeks ago, like a week ago. For the next like twelve days, it's supposed to rain every day here. Yeah, we're like. What was it? Monday, maybe there was ten days worth of snow in the Ford ca- forecast. The Ford cast. The Ford. More cast. of a Chevy guy myself, but I'll listen to the <laughs> Ford cast every once in a while. Here's the Ford cast, um, and now it's all just rain. Well, it's like been in the mid forties, and just like spring Ford ease. Yeah, that sounds like a Ford cast to me. <coughs> <laughs> it hasn't been in the mid Chevys. It hasn't been in the mid Dodges. You know what I mean? It has been in the mid Fordies. Dude, I don't know if you heard much about this, but um, researchers found like a mummy. Okay. And then they recreated its vocal tract to hear what it sounds like. What? Yeah. Okay. So let me just read you the the thing. It says researchers say they've mimicked the voice of an Egyptian mummy by recreating some of its vocal track, and, and it's the, the scariest thing you've well, ever so I, heard. Yeah, I had no idea. I was like, I don't know what it's gonna sound like, and so I clicked on it. Do you want to listen to it real quick? Yeah. Okay. Let me do this. We'll back it up here. If you send me the link, I can probably drop it in here as well. I will. I might. I'll do that. Okay. So here we go. Ready. This is the this is the news clip I should mention. Where so there's other people there talking. Now researchers say that they have mimicked the voice oh, of that Egyptian mummy by recreating much of its vocal tract, and they do it using medical scanners, 3D printing, and an 
electronic larynx. Now, the techniques allow them to produce a single sound. Oh. Let's take a listen. Here you go. One more time. Creepy is the word. <laughs> and also, why would you want to do that? Yeah. Why would you want to yeah. hear a mummy's voice? <laughs> no, I don't want to hear it again. No. Just again. <laughs> so there it is. Now Just again. <laughs> Eh. Dude, eh. So spent their whole life trying to figure out how the fuck to make a mummy talk, and that's what they did. And, and somebody, was, like, dude, somebody eh. went home that night and was like, "Honey, I did it. Honey, my dreams are finally coming true. We've watched Brendan Fraser's The Mummy ninety-eight times in the last two years, and finally." I can imagine what that mummy really sounds like. Are you ready to hear it? And she's like, babe, I'm so proud of you. You've done such incredible work. I can't even believe that this has finally happened. <laughs> and, and so let me hear it. What did the mummy say? She goes, clearly that must be the wrong recording. What did the mummy say? And he goes, Sounds like Dave, the big dude in SpongeBob when he when carries Patrick out on his back, <laughs> and Patrick's like ah, and SpongeBob's like ah, and then the dude's like ah, <laughs> yup, <laughs> for the wrestling episode, dude, who has the time? Yo, Why? Why do we care? Is he what? What is that scientist? Uh, is he an archaeologist or is he turn it up? Uh, is he a vocalist? Dude, I don't, you could make a fire beat out of uh, that. Uh, <laughs> turn it up, uh, yo! That's a rap on that one. The mummy in stores. Next. Lol. <laughs> good part. Good part. <laughs> what, dude? But okay, so like, and I feel bad because that's somebody's like. That must have taken so much work. Uh, and we're over here just doing... I just woke up and we're fucking clowning on this guy uh, who made a mummy talk that hasn't talked in thousands of oh, years. Oh, that's why he didn't say a word is because he's just been dead for a long uh, time. <laughs> <laughs> that's like... That's like little kids making fun of each other. That just, dude, that what it feels like is that they should have waited like another month or two and got it to say a sentence or something. Right. Because just, if you figured out uh, what the larynx uh, can do, otherwise uh, it's just a noise. <laughs> and just, uh, uh, it just sounds so sad too, I think is the other thing. Because like he's it, dead. It don't, what? <laughs> well, yeah, touche, good point. I would be pretty sad to be dead too. <laughs> yeah, maybe that was it. Maybe they did get it to talk because it's not like they literally like shook it and just said, "Hey, talk to me." And he went, uh, "Speak." But they like tell they, them what you told me. But so that's that's my question: is if you recreated the larynx, theoretically, you have the ability to like recreate a tongue too. How did and they? Then you could like mimic. My question is: is how did they actually make it? Did they recreate it? Did they like three D print it outside of the mummy? I mean, I guess right. They were showing like a it what looked like a cat because you'd have like to like X ray sort of deal pass air through it. What do you, you blow the mummy up with air and then push dude, on its like stomach like call, you're you giving just, it fucking CPR? Did you just take the bottom uh, of the mummy's throat like a duck call and just fucking <gasps> and then just. <laughs> <laughs> It's like the, have you seen the, your true laugh challenge thing? I don't know. It was like a year or two ago, but you like lay on your back and somebody oh, yeah. pushes on your and chest the, uh, really hard. Uh, 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 uh. 
that's what they did to this mummy, except they got hang. Dude, archaeologists are going to be going crazy at Cabela's this year when they get the fucking mummy calls out. They're like, that's how zombies starts. It's fucking Call of Duty is putting out fucking zombie calls. Brendan Fraser's like, I'm back in business, baby. Back in business, baby. Speaking of science. Egyptians hate this. The one secret. (laughs) (laughs) This one trick will get your pyramid shaken. King Tutankhamun has nothing on this. We'll knock the nose off your sphinx with this one. Oh my gosh, dude. But like, <laughs> I feel, dude, that's somebody's life's work. That Hopefully they keep going. That, I don't, that hits, that tickles the same funny bone for me as like the spinning lady in the helicopter. The one who got picked up on the, the rescue. Oh, yeah. Who just keeps yeah. spinning. That's, that feels like it's in the same vein of like what part of my body finds that funny. Yeah. Just because it's like what a what a huge catastrophe is that where I think my body files that away as. Because somebody was so proud, somebody called their folks and said, "Guys, I did it. Guys, I made the mummy speak." Like, wow, that's awesome. Did you learn all the what did it say? The secrets of uh, ancient civilizations and. Uh, uh, I made that noise when I stretched this morning. Know <laughs> uh. <laughs> what I mean? Like. Somebody getting a getting a good back massage. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, right. That's, a, that's the noise I make when somebody pops my back. Uh, <laughs> so, anyway. So, keeping it on science, <clears throat> there is a startup company uh, in San Diego. Uh-huh. And it's called Blue Nalu. Blue Nalu. B-L-U-E-N-A-L-U. Okay. And... It has created lab-grown fish. You remember we talked about they grew a steak in space? I Like vaguely? <laughs> yeah, so they bioprinted steak on the on the. ISS. That is a future. That is a 2020 on sentence. Right? That sentence could not have happened in 2019, even though I'm aware it did. But that, <laughs> that sentence just came up a little early. Um. So this, they, they created uh, yellowtail tuna okay i think it's tuna um which can be served raw right acidified which would just be putting like lemon or lime or like lemon juice on it or something or cooked okay and they made it from cells and printed they printed fish like just go to the fish printer fillets of fish yeah huh yeah they printed that's what mcdonald's is doing these days they're just printing the fillet of fish now pretty much hopefully Me better. <laughs> Just print it out. Dude, I sent a, uh, uh, not a fax a few days ago. Well, I did send a fax like a month ago. That was wild. Because yeah. I did the whole. Ding, but the moment I was receiving eh, one. Eh. <laughs> a mummy tried to send me a fax about a week ago. Obviously, gotta love the all mummy jokes, and it'll still be funny no matter how many times you do it. Can end with, oh, and that's a wrap. <laughs> all mummies matter. Man. Zane, maybe you could incorporate the mummy into your stand-up bit. Yeah, maybe. But I think that'll trend dangerously close to, I don't know, something. <laughs> stand-up comedy is a rough place, man. I just don't want you getting hurt. Yeah, you know. 
I'm here. For those of you who don't know, Zane finished last in our fantasy league, and he has to do stand-up comedy as the punishment. I'm just trying to hope that nobody calls me on it, and then I just won't have to do it. Yeah, I'd have to send a group chat real quick. Do you mind? (laughs) (laughs) I'm not doing that one on good faith. (laughs) I just have to send a quick text. Do you mind? My integrity is low right now. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. It's so funny. Why would they do that? Dude. I just... You got one guy feeding feeding people for cheap, growing fish in a lab. And then another dude making a mummy go, uh. You know, different strokes, man. Uh. <laughs> Did you see that the Australia fires uncovered all these crazy ancient waterways? What? Um, like irrigation systems from like 6,000 years ago. No, that's crazy. Um, that took water all over. And they had like found some of them before and they were like, oh, this is pretty cool. But then everything burned and they found way more of them and realized that it was like a crazy amount of area that these people were irrigating and like. Which makes sense too, like like, given that you'd have to like, if you were going to live in a place in the center of Australia, you'd have to find a way to get water somewhere. You need tributaries. I pledge as tributary. Excuse me. Um, this is the episode. If, if we're 116 episodes in and you get grossed out by a burp, that's on you, I think. Yeah. Just facts. by the way. Facts. Um, Big facts. Did you hear that the NFL draft is going to be on the the waters of the Bellagio? I hate it. No, 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 no. And then the, the people ride a boat out to the stage, I guess. Like the red, that's like the red carpet. Just... <laughs> Go to wherever they usually have it. They don't anymore. That's the thing. Zane. The they don't have it. They usually have it. Why, to, is, why is it in Vegas? Play it. Because the Go Las Vegas Raiders. The, uh, We're just gonna keep talking over each other. <laughs> Go. Go do it at the Apollo or something like that. I don't know. Somewhere else. But anyway, continue. But like, okay, they're drafted in Vegas. You can't lie that it would be tight as shit to walk across the stage and be like, with the first pick. Cincinnati Bengals select Joe Burrow and the fucking Bellagio fountains go off and they're like orange and shit like that. I don't know how you'd get water to be like, I don't know how you'd light water to be black. You know what I mean? For like the Bengals colors. Yeah. Because you want like tiger stripes or whatever. Like that'd be cool. But can you imagine how tight that'd be if just every time a pick happened, it was like and the fucking fountains went off with the team's colors. It would be pretty cool. Bum, 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 I just think it's really bum, over the top. Bum. And then, <laughs> and then <laughs> I'm going to just go ahead and make that noise one more time. <laughs> what if you went up there and you were like, and for the first pick, uh, going to the Cincinnati Bengals, Joe Burrow. And... <laughs> 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 Because that's about how it feels to play for the Bengals. Dude, that's how, that, yeah, that's how he's feeling. <laughs> Joe Burr. Uh. Burr. <laughs> it's crazy that the Raiders, is, is their stadium all the way built? It's like close, which is cool. Um, it sounded like I had more to say about that. No, it, it like yeah. the construction on it's wild because they have so many people working on it. And they've been right. doing a pretty good job of like on YouTube keeping up with like updates as to what's happening with the studio and mike Rowe narrates it which is pretty fun really yeah which is weird for such a big product you figured they'd get macro but um, yeah right good joke can I go ahead and just pause for applause jury came back do you see uh, pete Buttigieg had a fucking please clap moment 
few days ago. He would, dude. Okay, I don't know how many of you keep up with American politics, and we're not going to talk about him for very long because we haven't ever done that. But um, there was a moment in the primaries four years ago where Jeb Bush, brother of former President Bush, um, was talking in a room, and he has some great policy idea or whatever. And he ends his sentence really enthusiastically, and no and one does silent. a thing. And he literally like is so defeated, and he just looks at them and goes, "Please clap." And everybody starts clapping, and it basically shut his whole campaign down. Like that was yeah. that's well, that the was moment the everyone remembers sure. from Jeb's campaign. That and the Jeb <laughs> exclamation point. Yeah. <clears throat> Fast forward to like two days ago, Pete Buttigieg is in arguably like the same room. Like it's the camera is framed the same way. The same like disinterested <laughs> looks are on people's faces, and he has some great thing. He's like, I've worked with these people and this person and these people, and we're gonna get this done. Come on, and <laughs> just like kind of looks at him, and then he has this crazy laugh. He's like, ha 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 ha. It's insane, and Dude. so I'm like, uh oh, did he jeb himself? Which, it's wild all, like, how things like that kill kill people's political races. There was like, the dude a few years ago who got too excited and went, <laughs> and that was it. And that was game the end. over. I can I've looked up that man's name so many times, and I can never remember who he is. Well, because I just remember him as the guy who went, <laughs> yeah. He goes, and we're going to New Mexico and Arizona, and we're gonna go to Texas and yeah. <laughs> he just got excited. <laughs> That's not a bad thing. <laughs> but like there's dude there's something sad about the please clap it's brutal you see his heartbreak dude, live that's on stage awful and so this one is just <laughs> like it just oh come on come on and it's just like oh god <laughs> no he goes, your idea should be good enough to where you don't have to say come on to people <laughs> he goes and my campaign uh we've been working together with some of the top scientists and people around the globe and we finally done it we're we're bringing this to you now eh. Eh. come on <laughs> <laughs> his announcement was the mummy noise eh. <laughs> please clap get on your feet dude dude, that noise sums up so many of my emotions like most days like i got a new email but it's like a work email i have to go grocery shopping at eight o'clock Google sends you 15 emails. Right. It rains for the next 12 days. (laughs) Like, I'm not mad. I'm definitely not pleased, though. That's what it sounds like. It sounds like he's just bummed. Yeah, he's like, we're we're in this together now. Guy, you did this. Dude, that's what it, going back to your, like, your true laugh thing where you lay on the floor and somebody just shakes you a bunch and then you laugh. That's what the noise, it sounds like, somebody like dude it sounds he sounds like somebody just fell off the top rope on him and that was his last dying breath just <laughs> eh. dude, he sounds like roddy rich is the box but the background <laughs> music uh, 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 uh. dude he sounds like that song that's based on mattress springs some cut <laughs> 
Dude, he sounds like a sad balloon. <laughs> sad balloon. <laughs> oh, oh, this poor little mummy. I feel had to go and for, for the box. <laughs> Dude, that okay, that's how they recorded the box actually, is that the mummy made that noise and the second noise is the researcher being disappointed in his life work. <laughs> yeah. eh, uh, eh, eh, uh. <laughs> and then they just looped it. <laughs> Found a dead guy in a box, took him on out of the box. <laughs> Had to get his voice from the box. <laughs> made a new voice in the box. <laughs> Pull up the whole damn tomb. It's gonna get crazy. <laughs> Eh, eh. I got the mummy, dude. Chilling from the eighties, <laughs> literally the eighties. Before 80s. the AD, year AD, before the AD. <laughs> Hope this mummy don't steal my soul. He's gonna snatch that. Hold that he mummy, really wipe his nose. In a casket. In his casket. <laughs> <laughs> And I really want to know where his voice at. (laughs) (laughs) Pull up the mummy in the box. (laughs) Guys, this has been our rendition. Found an old man in the box. (laughs) Roger Rich's The Box Feet Mummy. Uh, uh, uh. (laughs) Might have to make that. Dude, that would be a that would be a fire intro absolute banger and you know the for, there's definitely a roddy rich type beat <laughs> no i'll just call up my friend uh craig beats and eh, oh dude craig beats would fucking slay that song <laughs> we have auto-tune still right oh yeah worth it so much auto-tune <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> dude he sounds like uh, uh, speak and pl- uh, uh, spin and speak the, the speak battery. Spell. Yeah, that's the one where the batteries are running out. The cow, cow says. says <laughs> 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 <sighs> the sheep says. It's <laughs> 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 a lot. There's a lot going on with the mummy and I just we keep coming back to it but I'm okay with that because I love the mummy I'm just sad for the mummy too and I think that's okay I think it's okay to be sad guys text tweet us the deets if you've ever been sad for the mummy I don't know that anybody has but I'd be interested to see Tyler did I send you the uh, IMDB for IMDB for the uh, Velocipaster no that the well, what? I'll send it to you right now. The Velocipaster? Yes. Huh? It looks like maybe the greatest movie ever. Is it like it's a real thing though? I don't know. If somebody photoshopped it, they did a good job. It's a whole ass IMDB about it. Oh, you send it to me on Messenger. Let's check it out. I love this little cat thing. You have to get it. I saw a picture of it I... again. The Velocipaster. Go ahead and go ahead and read the people that defin or that uh description there. Coming this summer, after losing his parents, a priest travels to China, where he inherits a mysterious ability that allows him to turn into 
a dinosaur. <laughs> At first horrified by this new power, a prostitute convinces him to use it to fight crime and ninjas. Coming this summer, the Velocipaster. Oh, no. How incredible that it has an hour and 10 minute ru- run time. Oh, so it's kind of like Sharknado then. Yeah. Dude, that <laughs> feels so unbelievably sacrilegious. But at the same time, why does he look like a zo- Oh, because he's transforming into the dinosaur. I get it. There's Dude, ninjas it in exists. the background. There's a whole ass velociraptor. It, it, it straight up exists. Is it? It's a real thing? Yeah, it's from 2017. Thanks. I hate it. It's an hour and 15 minutes long. It got a 5.8 out of 10 on IMDb and a 64% on Rotten Tomatoes. LOL. Um, That, like, I kind of can't believe it. I'm, I'm here for it, but it's not to say that I believe it. Right. I'm trying to see Voltaire is in it. <laughs> like, wait, what? Like There's the, a, who? Like named after the guy, but he's a Cuban American singer songwriter. Oh, I thought you were saying Voltaire. Like, yeah. Aurelio Voltaire Hernandez. <laughs> wow, yeah, wild. I'm gonna have to watch that. You can get it for three ninety nine on Amazon. So three ninety nine on Amazon. Three ninety nine on Amazon. Three ninety nine. It's Amazon. Um, Zane, do you have something to talk about? Because I'm working on a project real quick, and I need you to fill airtime. <laughs> oh, uh, well, kinda. Okay. I mean, no, but yeah, and I mean, um, trying to think. My life is boring right now. Oh, oh. Tyler, I have a show next week. You what? Yeah, I have a show on Thursday. Whoa. It's the first time I've been on stage in yeah probably close to two years. Damn, um, that's exciting. So, yeah, I'm doing an hour set at the Badlander. The Badland. I'm the Badlander. Yeah. So I get to do some new music. I went into the studio and laid a couple new tracks the other day and i just need the performance mixes from them so i can do them um but yeah i'm really excited that's so great because i'll do that and then two weeks after that michael and i are going to la yo dude that's so exciting so okay and tell the people if you can to what you're doing in la oh we're going to shoot music videos you heard it here first people uh, yeah, no, we're going down and renting some video space, like some studio video space, um, and shooting some crisp ass music videos. Hell yeah. <clears throat> um, and so, yeah, that's, that's the plan. Um, we're going to stay with shout out to Anna on the way down in Salt Lake. Going to say, Hey, what's up? Long time listener. Yes. Friend of the podcast friend of the pod and uh yeah, yeah we're driving I've, if you couldn't gather that yes um it's my first time renting a car by myself tyler dude we were just talking about that at work and i was like 
everybody was like, oh, oh, yeah, we need to rent a car because we're going on this vacation. We're going on that vacation. Ha <laughs> ha. It's so crazy. We've been renting cars forever. And I was like, yeah, yeah t- totally. Me too. <laughs> We've definitely been doing that. And they're like, oh, why do you say it like that? I was like, I couldn't rent a car until like last year. <laughs> yeah. This is new <clears throat> to me. Yeah. I uh, found out very quickly that if you're thinking, oh, maybe I should rent this now. And then you wait a couple days. You shouldn't have waited those couple days because it jumped like twenty, thirty dollars over two days. Right. To Which like is wild that it's like that volatile. Right. It was like, oh, it's one hundred and eighty-five dollars. Like, oh, it's three hundred and five dollars. Like two hundred and five. Sorry. <laughs> I was like, wait, hold <laughs> but, on, uh, that's way more. <laughs> but uh, like when you cross the the number threshold of like ooh it's $199 you're like cool right. i'm paying $100 and then as soon as right. it goes up for $200 you're, you're like, like shit it's expensive. $200 um well i'm very yeah. excited i can't wait to see how they turn out yeah zane i saw an idea that i'm going to shamelessly steal and it's brackets on the podcast it's not march i normally know we save them for march but I've drafted a quick bracket here. Okay. And I want us to run through it and see what the heck is the best Super Bowl snack. Ooh, that is, that's a good bracket. Zane, I've just come up with the eight things that I remember seeing at most Super Bowl parties. And okay. the order Jalapeno of these might poppers. be contentious. But let me read you. Our first matchup, mozzarella sticks okay. versus veggies and ranch. Write these down, audience. Our okay. second matchup, nachos versus potato skins. Okay. Our third matchup, jalapeno poppers versus stuffed mushrooms. Ooh. And our fourth matchup, charcuterie board versus hot wings. Ooh. Let's go to the first <coughs> round. Zane, first mozzarella round. sticks versus number one mozzarella sticks versus number eight veggies and ranch. This is mozzarella just how they were sticks, seated, for people. sure. You know, there's no because so, I know for a fact somebody's going to tweet me about this episode and be like, "Mozzarella sticks number one, that's fucking garbage," and I'll be like, "Maybe mozzarella sticks for sure." Mozzarella sticks had such a strong regular season that the committee had no choice but to put them number one. You're telling me mozzarella sticks is going to go with two losses on the whole season and not get number one? Yeah, right. Right. Okay. No, so no chance. So, so sorry. Please, Zane, continue. Mozzarella sticks versus veggies and ranch. I'm saying mozzarella sticks, although veggies and ranch are the one thing that I will just continue to eat right. the entire time. So but I if I have the choice. Yeah, I think that's why they slid into the number eight spot, because it's not veggies. Blech. Right. <laughs> Grown adult, again, <laughs> engaged person <laughs> saying blech to, re- to veggies. Um, but veggies and ranch, now we're right. talking. Right. And it's not veggies and honey mustard. It's not veggies and fucking something else. It's veggies no, it's and ranch. Straight up buttermilk home style you got that in a bowl crunch. nobody knows what munch, munch. that's the best kind of ranch is yeah. nobody knows what bottle it came out of it's just ranch in a bowl it's just maybe yeah. one of those like frilly little glass bowls right. bowl ranch yep <laughs> bowl ranch we're gonna what are you guys doing this weekend go into the bowl ranch go into the bowl ranch gotta go wrestle ranch bowman ranch them Ranch like nice and ranch like. <laughs> hey, ranch them. But I think we can all agree mozzarella sticks <clears throat> mm-hmm. win this round. For sure. Round two puts us nachos against jalapeno poppers. Or sorry, 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 sorry. 
Nachos versus <sighs> potato skins. Excuse me. Oh, okay. I'm going to have to go nachos. Okay. On that one. I like potato skins, but not as like a consistent. I don't like them for any good reason. Like I couldn't tell you. Oh, yeah, I'd love to have some potato skins. But if you're like, hey, you want to get nachos? I'm like, the fuck? Yes. I may be wrong in my assumption here, but it's, I think it's fair to assume that our non-American listeners won't have a fucking clue what potato skins are. Like, you can guess it phonetically, but it's not like you're literally just eating the potato skin. You take the potato, you bake it. I mean, kind of. You scoop the middle out, and then you put it back in. You put the No, that's potato. a twice-baked potato. No, no, no. But then it's cut in half, and it's like... Oh, I guess potato skins are just the skin, huh? Yeah. With like well, a you cut them a little. Left. You gotta, yeah, you cut them a little thick. Right. So it's kind of like a potato <laughs> chip, but it's just more the skin, and then you like fry them, yeah, pan fry them or bake them. Okay, so baked in that potato case, skins. Are I must good. have been thinking of twice baked because those are delicious. Yeah. Those, are those are like the deviled house. eggs of potatoes. They and are, but the problem is they always the middle holds infinite heat. It's like the core of the earth, and Fact. it just never cools down. And so Fact. that was why I think they got put at number seven. Side note, I was Boise. in Boise last weekend, Boise. and uh, yeah, we went Boise. to this place called Eureka. Okay. It was a restaurant, sure. and I think they had like 40 beers on tap 40 and like beers. a whole shit ton of liquor and stuff, but we just went there for lunch, um, and they had some fried chicken slider sandwiches Yum. that had coleslaw and mashed potatoes on Yum. the sandwich. Huh? It was incredible. Mm-hmm. They were delicious. That sounds So if you're ever in Boise, wild. first of all, if you're ever in Boise, very nice place. I'd never been before. Uh, it's it's cool. Don't, don't park where it says no parking. That's, I'm glad to hear that because Boise gets a lot of not so good rep. Yeah. Okay, anyway. So we got nachos moving on. I agree we got with that. nachos. Just because there's a, it feels like for such a simple dish, there is a, a lot of different things. Dude, like you can do anything. Putting meat nachos. on nachos versus not putting on meat. Those are two different dishes to me. Right. Well, and if you use real cheese or if you use queso, like, right. like or right, or do you like melt the, the Velveeta nacho or, cheese? Like, yeah, <laughs> that's technically queso consistency, but is in no way queso. If you think queso is that shit that Velveeta sells in a jar, you're a bad person. That's not queso. That's liquid cheese. It's a different thing. Guys, matchup number three: jalapeno poppers versus stuffed mushrooms. Jalapeno poppers for sure. I think they're both in a similar category as far as yes. the how they're built. I think that's the most even matchup we've had so far. So far, but we've also had a pretty chalky matchup system so far. Like yeah. the the higher ranked have always won. Yeah, I like stuffed mushrooms, but they're polarizing. And fact, they suffer the same thing that the, like the twice baked potatoes do. They keep infinite heat forever. Yep. Jalapeno poppers eventually cool down. You kind of have to do the right. <laughs> And because it's cream cheese in them, you can eat them cold. And as long as they aren't too like mushy, yeah. As long as the breading they doesn't get too mushy, outside. they're yeah. so they're good, good when they're just like it's kind of nice, barely above room temperature. Yeah, because then they keep their like jalapeno heat. My mouth is watering. I'm so I didn't eat breakfast before this, so <laughs> so it looks like stuffed mushrooms is our loser on that one. Sorry, stuffed. Mushrooms. We've agreed so far. Yeah. Here's where I think it might get divisive. Number four charcuterie board versus number five hot wings. I have to go hot wings. I think I do too. But let me say this. I think hot wings shouldn't have been ranked number five. That was definitely a snub no, by that's the committee. A, yeah. It's too low. Especially if, if you have a variety of wings. I completely agree. Like if you just bring barbecue wings, you're goofing, man. Yeah, but like you're, you're still thankful for the wings there. Oh, the, no, it's great. But, but that's, that's a five. Yourself, like, I'd, I'd say that's a five. Is you right. got one kind of wings. 
So let's say it's just like, medium buffalo. Okay. Because uh, keeping in mind, this is a Super Bowl thing. I think it's. Yep. I, I'm getting lost. I'm so. My mouth is in the all sauce. over the place. Um, I'm thinking like, right, if I go to like Plonk or something for a really nice acutarie board, I'm very into that. Right. Um, if I go to a rep like Despos for hot wings, I'm very into that. But if we're at a right. Super Bowl party, nobody's bringing a Plonk board and nobody's bringing Despo wings. No. You're bringing some Tyson you're tenders with some hot sauce tray. on them. And you're bringing yeah. a cheese tray and some meats. But what if you have an air fryer? Then the game changes. I still, so I think I'm with you. I think Hot Wings wins here, given the Super Bowl context specifically. Yes. Okay. Our first upset. But again, it's a four or five. You would hope that those would be upsets. Those are up in the air. So, all right. Our next matchup then would be mozzarella sticks versus Hot Wings. (sighs) I have to take Hot Wings on that one. I think I might too, but I want to hear your reasoning. I I think they have more draw and more staying power than mozzarella sticks. Like I, everybody's going to wipe the mozzarella sticks real quick, right. maybe, but everybody's going to want the wings. I agree. And even if it's just one flavor <clears throat> of wings, I feel like the one flavor of wings I can work with because it's a yeah. more distinct flavor. The one flavor of mozzarella stick is eventually that you realize you're eating just cheese String sticks cheese. with bread. And that's it. And there's something that, like, I can house wings all day long and not feel that guilty about it. But I get into, like, my right. fourth cheese stick and my body's like, what are you doing to me? And I'm like, yeah, good point. I just ate four cheese. Like, you would never just peel four cheese sticks and eat them. No. But you would um, just eat fourteen mozzarella sticks because it's a different thing. Yes. So number one, number one seed is out. Zane, our, our semifinal matchup round two is nachos versus jalapeno poppers. Oh fuck, dude! Let's okay. So let's make an argument for both before we decide. Nachos, okay. great, less portable, but less portable, but you can't just put them on a plate, right? You you can dude you can personalize. What if them. you have like a nacho bar? That's what I'm saying. If you like if you're making nachos, some people don't want meat. Don't put it on. Some people right. don't want beans. Do want leave guac. Them some people don't want little jallies. That's the other thing. You can incorporate jalapenos into your nachos. You can, but they're not. That's kind of a weird poppers. choice. Well, I don't know. I actually like that. But so okay, so that's nachos. The downside okay. is that it's very spillable. Not that portable. Very cool trick that you just did with your microphone. Oh, and um, ampersand. <laughs> and I would argue it has high SOG potential. If you yes. overload with salsa or something, you burn. Yes. Yes. And you need like extra napkins. Like you got to be ready to not spill on somebody's carpet. Maybe you have to watch the, the game standing on the tile in the kitchen because right. you can't go in the carpeted living room. Jalapeno poppers are Very delicious. Portable. Very portable. If you eat them in more than one bite, you, you might be a criminal. But then, but then you also depending because sometimes you get full size jalapeno poppers, right? And that you kind of need to because otherwise you have you molten cream cheese, a whole jalapeno <laughs> in your mouth, and you're trying to chew it in a group setting. So that's it's I would argue a downside is that it isn't always a one time bite. True. I guess if they're real big jalapeno poppers, if they're big papas. I love it when you call me Big, Big Papa, says the jalapeno popper. I think I'm ready. I'm ready to decide. All right. Uh, on three. One, two, 
three jalapeno nachos. Papas. What? Huh? You're taking nachos? I have to. I Slamy. love jalapeno poppers. I love them too. And I'm thinking but for the Super Bowl. When I dude, I can eat nachos whenever. I had nachos two nights ago. Yeah, you can. Eat I haven't had jalapeno poppers, poppers in like a year. I just had them a week ago. Fuck. That's the problem. Maybe it's a recency bias. It could be. I um, just got to account for that. Yeah, but like you know, somebody brings shredded chicken. Shredded chicken. That's on a next nachos. level move on nachos. Like yeah. I, Joey and I made nachos a couple weeks ago, or right. Joey made nachos, and we had ground beef and banana peppers on them. Yeah, and it sounds like it would be a little acidic. It was delicious, dude. Like they were just trash nachos, and they were incredible. So I think I'm there. Okay. I think the nacho bar, I want with its versatility. Yeah. I think that's the move. It's that if it if it was just a plate of generic nachos versus a plate of generic poppers, poppers are right that. Yes. But the nacho bar brings customizability that I feel like is unrivaled. Right. Ladies and germs, we've got our final match here. Nachos versus hot wings. Yeah, it had to be. It had to be like this. Hot wings was seated too low. Everybody knew it. Yeah. They were making their destiny Nachos run. arguably could have been number one, but yeah. wasn't. Because mozzarella sticks played. They're like, you know. They they played their way in. They earned it, but oh for sure, they've never been a team that could really hang around in the postseason. Nachos versus hot wings, Zane. Pros and cons. We're still assuming it's a taco bar, and we're still assuming it's one flavor. It can be good wings. It's not like little nuggets yeah. or whatever. Like it can be yeah. good, but like a medium buffalo sauce wing. Yeah, just classic hot wings. You can even have a dip. I'll I'll allow that. Ooh, blue cheese or ranch? What'll it be? You decide. You, but you gotta. Okay, but here's the thing: you gotta scoop it out of ranch bowl. Yeah. Well, nobody's eating those vegetables anymore, so that That's ranch true. that right. ranch bowl ranch is. But up if for one grabs. person dips in the ranch bowl with the hot sauce, the party's ruined. I don't know. Have you ever dipped uh, uh, celery in buffalo ranch? No, definitely. And I think it's a good thing, but I don't know that everybody does. Right, I mean that's fair. So nachos again, less portable, um, but less mess. I think we have an equal mess here. Really, pretty close. Depending, unless like if you're eating drums I guess and flats, it, it goes back. It goes back to what kind of uh, cheese you have on your nachos. If you got sloppy cheese, that's getting all over your fingers. Right, like, if you got queso. You're going to have mess. the same the same issue as eating eating wings. Plus, you're not going to drop little niblets off a wing. Sure, but like you could you drop put, little little drops of sauce if they're super. You could drop saucy, drops of sauce, and then you got sauce on the carpet. Uh oh, do buffalo oh no. orange never comes out? It doesn't. I think I know my pick here, and I, I think, think I you know, know yours as well. Yes. Ready? One, two, three. Hot wings. Hot wings. Ladies and gents, yeah. Hot Wings is the champion. Number five seed coming with the upset. You saw it all along. You knew it had to be Hot Wings. I don't want to say I picked it early. Like, but, I wanted to give everything a fair shot. But come on. You can't. For a, for a Super Bowl party, if somebody brings and, real legitimate Hot Wings if, of any variety. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they could even just bring. Like, surprisingly, Blackjack has pretty good Hot Wings. Right. If you're not attached. Here's. I'm going to give a little Hot, hot Wings dissertation. Sure. In Missoula here, people there are a few different spots to get wings. Yeah. There used to be the old post, rest in peace. R.I.P. Uh, F's in the chat. There's the Desperado. Yep. Desperado. There is uh, Blackjack Pizza Technically or Pizza Hut. Dubs. 
and B-dubs. Yes. Um, but places that people like generally get them, B-dubs, Desperado, and maybe one of the pizza places. Okay. Yeah. I've had wings from all of them. Right. B-dubs, off the table. Yeah. They're too corporate. Their sauce game is weak. For as many sauces they as have, they have, you'd figure they would have better ones. You'd figure each of them would would be better. They I, hurt my I body don't in a disagree. unique way, too. Like, yeah. If I eat hot sauce, I expect my body to hurt, but they hurt me like food poisoning-y almost. Yeah. And I'm like, like uh. Their, uh, their garlic parm, yeah, which is. Should be delicious. Yeah. And it's fairly delicious, it's okay. except they fucking cake it on there say, it's, so heavy. It's like the consistency of like Elmer's glue. And there are people that just live and die by Buffalo Wild That's Wings. That's true. And I don't get it. Next, you have Desperado, yeah. which has arguably the best wings in town. Wings. The thing that they have going for them is that they fry them. Yeah. They sauce them yeah. and then they grill them. Right. I'm pretty sure because they keep that crispiness like it's they are. Next level, there's yeah. a good, good texture to their wings. They they make all their sauce every day. It's not like they every just day. get a package of sauce and put no, it right. on there. They, it's homemade sauces. It's good stuff. If you get like the extra hot. They have to like make that to order. Yeah. So it's nice and fresh. It's extra spicy. Sometimes they fuck you up with some extra jalapenos and pepper flakes on there and stuff. Dude. (laughs) And then you have like Pizza Hut wings are fine for the price. They're they're not bad. And then Blackjack is in there. Blackjack, every time I've had them, has had nice big old wings. True. Right? They have a lot of meat on them. True. They are cooked well. It right. is very tender chicken. The only thing that they're missing is they're not breaded. They're just naked wings, right? which is fine. But, but if you're ordering yeah. wings thinking you're getting breaded wings. And you don't. It's disconcerting to get a naked wing because then you're like, why is this slimy? Right. But if you know it's a naked wing, their sauce is good. They're always too fucking hot. Like right. I just have to open they're, them and they're, let them sit. I've seen you eat them and you can power through hot wings. And those will shut you down. They're, they're, the temperature is just too high, it's, uh, but the flavor's great. Flavor's delicious. Zane, I feel like we're, we're over an hour at this point. Oh, wow. And so, I don't know. I might just make everybody do a double Bachelor recap next week. Okay. You jumped on that so excitedly. But we can do, so here's what we're going to do. Because I feel like next week is going to be a spicy episode, baby. Um, but this week, The Bachelor was fine. Um, if we're keeping up with our Bachelor Fantasy League, the yeah. one with Katie Cabbage and Madison and our friend Alyssa and I, um, the 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 scores have leveled out. We're all within like a point and a half of each other. So, oh wow, okay. But next week's supposed to be us. us uh, next week's supposed to be an extra hot Despo wing level of spicy. Didn't one of the uh, Bachelors just die? What? I hope the guys who used to be on The Bachelor. R.I.P. If that's the case. Yeah. Be sad. But while we don't have time for a Bachelor update, we do have time for (laughs) Tweet of the Week. Guys, this week's Tweet of the Week comes to us from somebody once I find it. I had one and then I closed Twitter and it jacked me up. Zane, do you have a Tweet of the Week? I do. Let me find. A lot of it. my tweets of the week are visual this week, which makes it very hard on a non-video podcast. Okay, here we go. Okay, Carrie Underwood. He's probably buying her some fruity little drink because she can't shoot whiskey. 
eight-year-old me. Wow, how embarrassing. <laughs> Yo, true though. <laughs> why did we all? Yeah, why? Do, why were we all just like, mm-hmm. yeah? You absolutely. did dig your keys into the side Tell of him. his pretty little souped-up four-wheel drive. Four-wheel drive. Four-wheel drive. Our tweet comes to us from Haywood Jahug Jahug me. Oh, Haywood Jahug me. All right. <laughs> fucking got me god damn it <laughs> at bobby who says a lot of people like a thick and fluffy towel me i'm a thin and scratchy towel guy you gotta scrape that moisture off luxury is for the week hate it hate it thanks bobby i love it i agree guys this has been a big long episode episode 116 but I hope that your week goes a little better than I hope you if you had to describe your week, I hope it's a little more than uh, uh. guys go, go ahead and uh, email us at ding dong podcast tweet Found us a dead at, guy in the box, box took a dead guy out the box and write us some lyrics for our remix of Roddy Rich's the box featuring uh money. All right. He's a mommy. Love you. Bye. Bye.